Hello, and welcome to Mind of Micah and Backdoor Cover. Today is a special simulcast edition in uh, the morning of Wednesday, July 21st. We have a new NBA champion, and we don't normally do this, but I'm going to break into uh, programming on both feeds to talk about what we saw last night, what it means, and where we go from here. As always, a reminder to check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, episode 52, the one-year anniversary edition, coming out this week. It's following Monday, so if you haven't subscribed yet, a lot of haters and doubters said we'd never get to an, to a year, and we proved them incorrect. Volume 52 coming this Monday. Subscribe at the link in the description of this podcast. It's free. I think you'll enjoy it. Also, um, as I mentioned, we're on both feeds, Mind of Micah and Backdoor Cover. If you listen to one and not the other, you should be listening to both. Backdoor Cover is a sports podcast hosted by myself, Micah Weiner, and Bradley Key. Bradley Key is currently unavailable as he is in Italy drinking beer and wine at 11 a.m. Uh, local time, as documented on his Instagram, at Bradley P. Key. Follow along, because it looks like he's having an excellent time on his uh, his honeymoon across Italia. Uh, he was also featured on Micah's Radio of the Week, the newsletter this week. Anyway, uh, that's Backdoor Cover. Mind of Micah is uh, much like the newsletter. It's just anything I find interesting. Coming up later this week on Mind of Micah, we will have... Um, we have a very special guest scheduled for Friday. I'm not going to jinx it, but there's more coming on this feed this week. Uh, and that's that's the promotional part of uh, this episode. I'll be rolling solo today. There's another man who was more or less rolling solo, Giannis Atentacumpo. I got that pretty close. Giannis goes for 50 last night. The Bucks won their first title since 1971. Um, a remarkable, un, well, really like an amazing performance, pers- uh, one-man performance by Giannis and the rest of the Bucks. Um, but 50 in a in a closeout game is pretty ridiculous. Uh, the Bucks win 105-98. They basically just look like the better team. Um, I, mean, I hate to pat myself on the back, and I don't want to hurt myself doing so, but. I did say that Milwaukee will win the series in six, and they did. So I feel pretty good about that. Uh, four straight, the first time Phoenix had lost four straight all season. A remarkable a remarkable comeback from being down 0-2 to winning four in a row. Of course, game five being the key game, uh, winning in Phoenix. But Last night, back home in Milwaukee, an amazing scene. The Bucks' first championship since 1971. Uh, there's 80,000 people out in the streets jumping up and down, going crazy. Uh, as a side note, apparently uh, shootings have left three people wounded uh, in Milwaukee following the celebration. I don't know if, if that was in the what they call the Deer District or not, but, you know, that's sort of bound to happen at some point. Two shootings in downtown Milwaukee uh, last night left three people wounded. Nobody dead, so that's good. Uh, the shootings happened about 1242 at locations near Water Street. I don't know if that is uh, 
They were across the river from the forum. So not in the Deer District, which is great, which means we'll be seeing this on TV next year. I think it was Oklahoma City that started doing this, and then they had a shooting, and they had to shut it down. So thankfully, um, that's not the case here, and we hope everybody's going to be okay in Milwaukee. Celebrate responsibly, as some might say. Uh, I'm happy for Milwaukee. Bucks fans have got to be over the moon. This is a very likable team. They play, uh, you know, I won't say they played the most beautiful basketball. Giannis proved himself just to be sort of an old-school NBA uh, bully in this series in the best way. I mean, he'd just go down and punish people. He's physically superior to everyone else on the court, and he knows it, and he's proved it, and he took advantage of it. Whenever it seemed like Phoenix might make a run last night, he just decided to put his head down or get in the dunker spot and catch the ball and dunk it. Uh, no matter who was there. And not to mention the fact that he made, like, what, 17 of 19 free throws? He lo- he missed his last one. Um, that It's pretty much unbeatable when that dude is doing that. Uh, I did, I mean, you know, you win a championship, you can say whatever you want. I, I did kind of enjoy him uh, trashing super teams, saying that's easy. Uh, I could go to a super team and just do my part to win a championship. I could go elsewhere to win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. That's not necessarily true, but I do like it. And he said, but this is the hard way, and this is the way that we did it. We did it. We fucking did it. Uh, you know, Giannis is the big story here. Uh, his first championship, obviously. And earlier on this, on backdoor cover, we've been saying throughout the playoffs that NBA players, his fellow players, have been quick to dismiss him uh, for a hundred different reasons. He seems to get less respect, especially online. These dudes, uh, from Dame Lillard to there were a bunch of them earlier in the playoffs that were just really kind of sour on Giannis uh, throughout the beginning part of this playoffs. This was not a dominating run by the Bucks, and but the guy got a championship at home. For a city that hasn't gotten one in 50 years. This is all... you got to give this man roses. And I I think that he's going to get the respect he deserves finally. Um, you know, I mean, he did everything right. The, the guy, We also thought he wasn't going to play in this series. And to see him be this dominant with three 40-point games and a 50-pointer to close it out, it's uh, remarkable. Remarkable indeed. And... Uh, Giannis now joins Michael Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon as the only players to win MVP, Finals MVP, and Defensive Player of the Year uh, since the Defensive Player's inception in 1983. Huh. I'm surprised Tim Duncan never won a Defensive Player of the Year. Hmm. Also, the fifth uh, player born outside the U.S. to win the Finals MVP, joining Tim Duncan, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Tony Parker, and Akeem. And uh, the ninth player to win multiple MVPs and a finals MVP in his career. The only other players to do this at his age or younger, 26, which is scary to think about. Tim Duncan and Kareem. Uh, Giannis, only 26 years old. They've got a chance to put some stuff together here. Now, I mean, I think that most observers 
I think that Giannis will get the respect that he deserves at this point uh, as a two-time MVP and a and finals MVP and a team that a player that took his team to the championship. I think it's hard to argue that this is one of the great teams in NBA history at this point. That being said, and and yeah, I mean, I think that's hard to say, especially with the pieces they have in place. These guys are at the peak of their powers. And they're not going to get significantly better. I mean, Giannis could become a better shooter. And if we, we as we saw last night, if the dude makes 80% of his free throws, he's unstoppable. He's an absolutely unstoppable force. And, and then something he could work on this offseason. Uh, but Middleton and Holiday are, are both, you know, along with Giannis, are all in their prime, but not necessarily um, poised to make giant improvements. We know who these guys are. As a, as we saw last night, Middleton has played with Giannis for eight years. That's pretty wild. Uh, been through a lot of up and da- ups and downs. Got to give him a lot of credit. That being said, there will be naysayers. I'm not sure this is one of the greatest teams of all time, and they certainly, the, the biggest story in this playoffs until these finals was injuries. That was the storyline, and it probably would have been the storyline coming out if Giannis didn't do what he did uh, with, as we mentioned, three 40-point games and this 50-point closeout. That's what this series is going to be remembered by. He also had five blocks. He was just dominating on defense, making huge, freaky plays, as he normally does. And you got to give the, the front office credit. Uh, trading for Drew, Hol- uh, Drew Holiday before the season, that was one a lot of people weren't sure on and picking up my man PJ Tucker during the season what a year for PJ who starts out on the Rockets James Harden wants out they can't win a game and then he gets shipped to Milwaukee and ends up an NBA champion for the first time in his career a dude that has been all over the world coming out of Texas second round pick Chris Middleton a second round pick Giannis, the 15th pick in the draft. These are not, this is a team with a lot of guys that that uh, have feel-good stories. Have feel-good stories for sure. Uh, I mean, PJ has been literally all over the world. Um, not just in the NBA uh, since coming out of school in 2006. And one of the, the seemingly best glue guys in, in the league uh, nine years in the league, he's played for Milwaukee, Phoenix, Houston, and the Raptors, and then uh, overseas as well in quite a journey. So shouts to PJ. I'm happy for him. Um, happy for Chris Middleton. Happy for Giannis. These are these are solid guys uh, that are likable and, you know, maybe not the most personality. PJ, known now as sort of a fashion trendsetter and a guy who has the, the best uh, shoe wear collection in the NBA, which is kind of hilarious. But, yeah, I mean, he's also a guy that had to play in the Middle East. He played in Israel. Uh, he he played in Serbia. He played in the Ukraine. He ended up over all over Italy, uh, Germany. I mean, it's, it's amazing where the guy has uh, the career that he's put together. And uh, he deserves a lot of credit for for being just the the perfect role uh, role player. Uh, you know this this series was interesting because you had stars, but you also had guys like him and and uh, oh gosh, what's what's the guy? 
number 99 for the Suns, who's been around for 100 years and is always on winning teams uh, with dreadlocks, who I can see in my in my mind, but um, I can't say out loud, but you know who I'm talking about. Somebody's screaming at their, at their radio right now. Jay Crowder, who just goes, just plays in the playoffs every season, no matter what team he plays for, and it seems to be a different team every year but those are sort of your your uh those are guys that should be you know they're your stereotypical uh prototype three and d guys and they've carved out a role and great nba careers uh, championship caliber i don't know if if jake crowder actually has a, a ring or not but if you talk about phoenix you got to talk about chris paul who didn't exactly look right to me last night uh, Monty Williams seemed to, to to sit him a little bit longer than we're used to. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to rest him because of an injury or whatever the case may be. I uh, I wonder what's next for Chris Paul. He's thirty six. He said he came out last night and said, "There's no way I'm retiring." Uh, this is the best chance he's ever had at a championship, and we'll see what happens. I mean, I. This the the West will bounce back. You still have the Lakers out there, who have a chance to to get better in the off season. Uh, there's some teams on the rise out there as well. Uh, Utah is still a, a scary team. Uh, Denver is getting pieces back that they didn't have last year, and, and on the rise uh, as well with an MVP. We'll see if Phoenix can put it together. The good thing for Phoenix is I think Devin Booker's still got room to grow. He's got uh, time and and room to improve who he is and how he plays and, and his consistency. Uh, he can't go disappearing like he did in Game 5. Uh, Chris Paul, should be known, has a player option worth $44 million next year. So I would not retire either. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, he had a great game last night, too. He finished 26 points on 11 of 19 and 5 assists, uh, keeping the Suns within striking distance. They trailed by just 4 with a minute 15 remaining, but it wasn't enough to force a Game 7. Uh, it's good for Phoenix, though. This is going to be a fun team for a long time, and, and Chris Paul, as great as he's been in this, even if he burns out, or breaks down, or you know, he's an old guy. Um, he's going to be. He's he spending a year with Chris Paul is going to help every every player on this team. And you've got Devin Booker, and you've got building blocks, and they're going to be fun for for a long time, uh, unless you get the disease of more, which with a young team is always the, a possibility. This is the the famous Pat Riley uh, saying that you know after a championship or a deep run or whatever that everybody comes back to their hometown as a superstar and wants to get more. When they want more playing time, they want more shots, they want you know, more credit, they want more of everything, more money. All of those things add up, and, and that's especially dangerous with a young team. Uh, the other thing about Chris, the Chris Paul experience is he tends to run hot, so to speak, and burn out, uh, burn out his teammates and, and others. Um, you know, There's only so much time you can spend with Chris Paul at the level that he plays uh, and the intensity. But he deserves a lot of credit 
Uh, Charles Barkley said he was the MVP all season. I think in the regular season he might have been, uh, and throughout much of the playoffs till we saw. If there wasn't for Giannis, uh, he'd have. He clearly would have been the MVP of this finals. And that's that's pretty much it. Coach Bud uh, deserves a lot of credit, and I like Coach Bud, a former Spurs assistant. He seemed to get a lot of heat throughout the playoffs. Uh, he sort of played it calm, cool, and collected, though. He, you know, he got a lot of ridicule too for also saying that they need to play random. And random is not good when Giannis, when it involves Giannis shooting three pointers because Giannis isn't a very good three point shooter. In fact, he's terrible. Um, but Bud seemed to maintain the same level throughout, and now he's an NBA champion. And there aren't that many coaches that can say that that are you know, in general, and certainly not in the league at the moment. So that's it. Um, I I don't have anything else. I think that'll do it. All right, until next time, we will be back with uh, more Mind of Micah later this week, and and hopefully back to recovery. I might find somebody else to to give me their thoughts on the NBA Finals today and talk about Colin Marikawa and the um, Open Championship this past week. Uh, which was a pretty phenomenal tournament. But we'll see. And, of course, check out Micah's Read of the Week. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.